This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Right, welcome back. Our number here, 403-974-8255, 974-TALK. We've got a lot more still to come on the program here today. More time for your calls and your texts as well. Uh, we're going to turn our attention to a, a serious problem, what's known as sextortion, and a new warning from the Canadian Centre for Child Protection about how teenage boys in particular can avoid this. Now, they're taking a kind of... Um, funny, almost, approach to this, or a way, I guess, of getting the issue, the attention it needs, a way of getting through to young people. So the, the campaign that they recently launched, it's called Don't Get Sextorted, Send a Naked Mole Rat. Uh, now, I don't know if you've ever seen a naked mole rat. They're really weird-looking animals. Pretty remarkable animals, by the way, in terms of what they can withstand. Uh, but anyway, they, they are weird-looking animals. Uh, so it's it's an interesting way of raising attention about a, a serious issue. So joining us on the line to talk more about this, very pleased to welcome to the program, uh, Sydney Arneson, Associate Executive Director with the Canadian Centre for Child Protection, protectchildren.ca. Thanks so much for joining us here. Thanks for having me. Okay, so when we say sextortion, what, what is that? What are we talking about? Well, we're really talking about blackmail, and we know that through the reports into cybertip.ca, which is the national tip line for reporting children being sexually exploited online, that we're seeing a rise in youth in particular uh, being blackmailed. So what ends up happening is, is they might believe they're talking to another teenager. They end up sending a sexual or a nude image or video. And then, um, you know, they're threatened if they don't pay either money or provide more sexual content that basically the image or video that that person has will be put out all over the Internet. And how big a problem is this? Well, you know, we've seen uh, a big rise in reports coming into us, uh, you know, and I, I think the number is not the most significant piece when you consider... Um, the desperation that kids are in when they finally do report into us. So in the last few years, particularly with teenage boys, ha- we've had 65 some odd reports. Well, those are really serious reports. Those are where the, the, the kid has either potentially paid the money, is in the process of being sextorted, possibly for more images. They they have no idea how to get out. They're humiliated, and they're they're desperate for someone to help them. But you know we're one microcosm into this issue when we know police are facing this day in and day out, and even amongst educators uh, and school-based resource or liaison officers, uh, you know the idea of sharing uh, sexual images is certainly something that kids are doing, and sometimes. Um, you know, things can get terribly out of hand. So why are they doing it then to begin with? Why are kids sending the content or why are the people extorting them? No, why why are kids sharing pictures of themselves like that? 
Well, I think because in this day and age, intimate relationships are completely interwoven in with technology. So whether as adults we like it or not, kids are uh, sharing nude images with one another as a form of intimacy and building relationships. So, you know, there are instances, of course, um, where they might ha- not have any idea at the end of the day who they're communicating with on the with on the other side they might think it's a teenager and then they're soon to learn that in fact it's an adult who's attempting to blackmail them yeah right i mean it almost seems like a paradox in a way because you know kids understand how social media works surely young people would know how things can get shared but yet you know i guess they they that kind of goes out the window in the heat of the moment well, you know, I, I think it's easy for us as adults to forget what it means what it what it means to be a teenager growing up, where you're impulsive, you're living in the moment, you're seeking independence, you're sexually curious, and all of these things. When you combine it in with the power of technology, the idea of sharing something electronically and then having no control over what happens to it is really the difficult piece. But, you know, in the moment, um, you know, you can see how this completely gets out of hand and then kids are desperate to find some solutions. And obviously not all that prepared to come forward to tell their parents this is what's happened to them. Right. So let's talk about this campaign because it it is kind of... um a unique way of, of addressing the issue. So you're telling kids that don't send a picture of yourself, send a, a yeah. naked mole rat instead. Tell us about the campaign. Well, we decided for the first time in our agency's history to um, rely upon um, an incredible ad agency out of Toronto called No Fixed Address to really direct us in how we're going to raise attention about, of course, an incredibly serious issue, but we want to be preventing this from happening. So the question then becomes, particularly when we're trying to target teenage boys, how are we going to even begin to reach them when, you know, if we went out with a serious tone and message, it might be ignored and people saying, well, that'll never happen to me. So the humorous aspect to this campaign is one that already, I mean, we've seen the thing go viral. It's taking off both within Canada, the United States and internationally, you know, there's something about this that obviously the humorous side to what we're trying to do is raising attention for an important topic that people need to start discussing, especially if they're raising teenagers. Uh, and this is getting a lot of attention, isn't it? I think you've kind of tapped into something as there's uh, international stories uh, I've seen about this. Yeah, I, I really think it's our approach. I think that we've we've introduced something that really makes people laugh. And, you know, with teenagers, we know that humor is what is going to resonate. And, you know, if this causes uh, a teen to think twice before they send something, well, then we're achieving something. And if we're starting to raise the dialogue around this issue and how easy it is for this to happen to anyone's teenager, you know, I think that's equally as important. So we're really trying to start a conversation and a very needed one um, in this space because it can so easily happen to any teenager. And I mean, you, I guess, you know, the thing is, too, you, you got to find a way to get through to kids because, you know, the, the old message of, hey, this is bad, don't do this, mm-hmm. that, that doesn't always work. No, we're trying to cut through the clutter. Uh, you know, kids are inundated with messaging, and as soon as you, 
you know, start to preach to children, do this, don't do that sort of thing. I think they completely tune you out. So this aspect of introducing humor, while it was, um, you know, a little nerve-wracking for our organization because in no way are we t- attempting to minimize right. yeah. um, this issue at all. But what we're trying to do is we're trying to prevent it on the front end. So how do you get people talking about something that's so incredibly serious? And through the results that we've already observed over the last week, it's clear that the, you know, the path of going at this related to humor is, you know, raising attention not only in our country, but around the world. So that's fabulous. Yeah. And it's important to highlight, too, that, I mean, boys can be victims in this sense. Maybe we think about sexting and we think about girls being pressured by boys to send pictures of themselves. But it's, Mm -hmm. you know, it's a problem for, for both boys and girls. Oh, there's no question. And certainly girls, from the stats that we have, we have larger numbers for girls. I think what's interesting here is that this is the largest percentage we've seen. So about 30% of our reports dealing with sextortion relate to teenage boys, whereas traditionally in other spaces of online exploitation, it might be at 10 or 15%. It's very difficult to get boys to talk about these things, but we absolutely know that teenage boys are being targeted. And traditionally, um, well, what we're seeing come through the tip line, it's that they actually believe they're, they're in discussion or dialogue with another teenage girl, and, you know, they, they're pretty interested in what she's requesting, they do it, and then yeah. uh, everything kind of works against them. And these people are doing it just to, to try to get money out of these kids? In a lot of cases, they are. I mean, what we've seen is it's, uh, interestingly enough, coming out of countries within Africa as well as Asia, um, where they're going after, where they're going after them. There can be the aspect of money where, um, you know, what we tell kids, boys or girls, you know, you never comply with a threat because it never makes it better. Typically, if it's a money ask, um, if you don't uh, agree to um, what you're, what's being requested of you, they just kind of move on. And then there are other instances where they're simply seeking additional sexual content, and that would be along the lines of, you know, those who have a sexual interest in children. Yeah. So we kind of see it on both sides. All right. Well, uh, more on this campaign. The website is Don't Get Sextorted. .ca and uh, much more at protectchildren.ca. Uh, Signe, thanks so much for joining us here today. Really appreciate this. Thanks for having me. All right, Signe Arneson, Executive Director, or Associate Executive Director of the Canadian Centre for Child Protection. Uh, so an interesting campaign. 403-974-8255 is a number. We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.